1: Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk, and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Bernard Bleaton, the owner of Network Technical Solutions. Growing up as a Detroit native, a passion for football took him from an All-State in high school to an opportunity to play in the CFL without playing it down in college. A injury ended his substantial career. That was when he found a new passion in the IT field. Now with over a decade in the field, he has done everything from tech support and troubleshooting to designing advanced network security. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, It's good to be here. Awesome, so tell me a little bit about your journey and how you got to the 2019 you and what you do currently. Okay, well,
0: um, about 11 years ago, I started working at this uh, department store and the department store was closing and it was great timing because the Friday that they closed, I started up a career center to learn how to do IT and things of that nature that following Monday and the name of that place was Focus Hope. Um, It's right here in the city of Detroit and Focus Hope is more so of a career center that teaches people how to do IT and machine training and things of that nature. And typically people who go to that career center goes off to be engineers or highly advanced IT people, right? And I started doing that for maybe about a whole year. Uh, I left there and started working at a at a cable company. And I stayed at the cable company for about five years. But within that five years, uh, three years into it, to be that I started my own business. And then from there, I went on and got my associate's degree from ITT Tech, um, which of course is close now. But it seemed like everything that I was learning from ITT Tech was everything I previously learned at Focus Hope. So it was pretty much just a refresher's course, which was pretty amazing because that's how Focus Hope get people to be completely ready for everything. I had uh, the cable company pay for my degree. And then uh, about five years working at the cable company, I left there and started working at a a Japanese engineering company. And I've been working there for about six years until I had this dream one day, dealing with my business. And it really made me turn my business around. Uh, So that's, that's what really shifted me from uh, what I was doing previously to where I am now, the 2019
1: me. No, that's awesome. And after your football career, did you kind of jump into, uh, you know, bettering yourself and getting more education? Or was there a period where you kind of reflected of what you wanted to do or how did that kind of transition go?
0: Well, after football, it was it was a pretty... Downtime for me you know uh, football has been a, a huge huge part of my life you know and after after i sustained my injury it was more so like man what i'm going to do now i don't have a, a college degree at this point because like you mentioned I, I didn't play a down in college but somehow sort of had my shot with the cfl and other pro teams and, and things of that nature but once that ended, I was just kind of walking down the street and kind of looked at this uh, um, career magazine newsstand and I just said, oh, what the hell? So I picked up one of those newspapers and was just flipping through it and looked in IT and said, yeah, okay, I, I think I could do this. You know, because I already had a, a, a fondness of IT stuff, for technical stuff anyway. Um, but later on, it, I found out that IT was the perfect segue for me, you know, in football, because of my position in football, I used to play quarterback and wide receiver. And those positions was very, very analytical. So, um, and this is where I could probably get super technical <laughs> in the football. But, uh, if I get too technical for you or you don't understand, please at any time, stop me out and, and I'll try to help you understand. But, um, like, for example, the quarterback is always the last
1: one coming out of the huddle. Do you know why? Uh, he's basically the, uh, the team captain most of the time, and he's running the plays through him and analyzing the field, what's going on with the, um, the defense.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, he's always the last one coming out of the huddle because he has to survey the defense to see what the defense is giving him. So, for instance, he might look over at the, at the cornerbacks uh, checking his wide receivers to see how is they playing his receivers. Are they giving him the, the inside technique where he can only go inside and not down the sideline? Is he giving him the, the outside technique where he's giving the receiver the outside, the, the sideline? Um, is he playing five yards on him? Is he playing 10 yards off? Uh, or where's the safeties at? Is the safeties cheating to one side or not? Where's the linebackers at? Is a linebacker's feet straight or is it staggered? Um, Are they closer to the line of scrimmage now than the play before? You know, all of these things go through a quarterback's mind because as he's coming out the huddle, he already knows who his number one receiver is. And it doesn't matter what play they run in, he already knows in his mind who this number one receiver would be. But of course, everything is dictated by the defense, right? So, even if he calls the play, he says hype and the play started, his double one guy may not be open. So now he's going down the checklist to his number two receiver or his number three receiver. Maybe his tight end or maybe his running back coming out of the backfield. And if all else fail, then he'll tuck the ball and run. And see, it's that type of analytical skills that I brought with me into the IT field. You know, while I'm focused on a on an issue in front of me. I'm thinking about two or three other computer issues in the back of my mind that I know I'm going to come across later on. Right. Uh, and, and that's how it really helped me in the IT field.
1: No, that's awesome. That kind of perspective. So what in 2019 motivates you to succeed? You know the, the the typical
0: answer being a sports guy would, would probably be something sports related but uh in all honesty it, it has to be my wife. My wife is a uh, school teacher and she got her masters recently to to do administration school administration. But one of the things that she told me while we were dating and even now while we married 6 years later is that she wants her own school and being around her and Sort of learning about the school systems and the politics behind it and things of that nature. What motivates me is being able to to provide my wife that school, for her to do whatever she needs, for her to be free and clear of all the politicalness and just give her whatever she needs. Like the biggest dream is for me to hand her keys to a school where she could do whatever she wants to it.
1: No, that's great. I mean, it's an awesome... uh dream. My wife actually just recently went back to school and still working full time to become a teacher, which is funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've learned that uh, a lot of my paychecks goes to her kids.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I can see that happening. So what's one adversity or something that may have been a weakness in the past that you took and remade and turned it into a strength that you utilize today? Wow. Yeah, it gets everybody. I love that question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can see why I can see why um you know I don't have to say how see how I can phrase this I'm I'm somewhat stubborn right um I would say that that's a weakness mainly because a lot of people would tell me oh you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that and before I looked at it and just did it anyway just out of spite right whereas the how I turned that into a, a great asset, is that now I look at it from a different lens. Instead of me doing it anyway out despite I'm seeing that they're just trying to put a lot of their inadequacies on me. Their fears, um, their lack of ability to do what needs to be done on me, right? So now I look at it like, okay, they saying they can't do it, they can't do it, but I know I could do it, and here's the reasons why. You know what I mean? So I don't say that I've made that my greatest asset.
1: Yeah, and I think as you get older, your perspective changes and you get a more developed emotional IQ, at least for yeah. me. So when i was younger i would be a little bit like more hot-headed and react to things where now when i deal with different people in business or wherever in life i kind of survey the field what people are about why are they reacting this way Well, maybe they're going something in their personal lives and kind of stay neutral more level-headed until i get all the facts and can make like a more uh, rational decision
0: yeah yeah and i find that like like even an it field right there's reasons why there's some things that has not been done right and there's reasons why uh, nobody even attempted to right because we all looking at this through the same lens however it takes that one person to look at it from a different angle from a different point of view and see how that thing that can't be done can be done you know what I'm saying like a Tesla right the idea of an electric car it's always been there but Tesla just looked at it from a different lens and figured out a way how they can make it really expand into what we know it as today.
1: No, I agree. And since you said you obviously started a business while you were doing what you're currently doing for yourself, can you give any recommendations to entrepreneurs or people in careers that may want to do that career for themselves making that kind of leap?
0: Yeah, you know, you got to be confident. You gotta be confident in you. You gotta be confident in the work. You gotta be confident in your abilities. You know, you gotta be confident in what you bring to the table. You know, and, and again, not, not to keep hitting this button, but in IT, technology in general, it changes a lot. The things I've learned 10 years ago has changed so much up until now. But the one thing that stays the same is the basics. The foundations and things of that nature and how I can still use that and apply that to to the technology even up today, you know. So be confident, know what you're doing, and just know that you have it. You have what it takes to make it happen.
1: No, I agree, and I think in in any career there's a there's a core competency or core amount of skills, and then everything else may be changing, but that core remains the same or that framework in a way. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your time. Can you leave the audience with something in terms of advice, personal or professional? Um,
0: yeah, if you want something, go out here and do it. And my wife, she she tend to get on me about how uh, <laughs> militant I am, but I, I think it's, it's, it's mostly because of that football mentality. You know, if you want it, go get it. When you look at a runner back, he has to run through a hole, but on the other end of that hole, might be a linebacker might be a safety you know and that running back might be looking towards the sideline thinking can i get to the sideline run up the sideline or can i get through this hole if i get through this hole who's gonna be on the other side of this hole if you half stuff you typically get your head knocked off but if you go ahead full tilt all out balls to the wall you find out that a lot of times even when you do get your head knocked off it's not that bad you know, you adapt and overcome. so Whatever you want, you go out here, you get it, and you make it happen by any means necessary. Cause nobody could be more you than you.
1: No, I agree, and I think it's taking kind of that first step, that getting past that fear, and then you realize this isn't so bad. Or even if you fail, you learn from it, and then pivot quickly and use that knowledge to be better, do what you want to do in the future.
0: Yeah, it's it's something else. Fear is something else. Fear is what I believe paralyzes a lot of people from going after what they want you know if you have that fearless mentality not saying that you have to get rid of that fear but understand the fear and just still move forward you know you can still make things happen incredible things happen
1: no i agree well it was great having you on can you tell the audience how they can find you or anything else you may have going on
0: yeah um you can find me at uh, at my website, which is NetWearTechnicalSolutions.com. We have uh, webinars often. Um, I'm not trying to sell you anything, but I am trying to give out as much information as I can to help people's businesses. You can find me at Instagram at Tech Strategies Guy and Technical Solutions um, on Instagram and come check me out. We have uh, so many solutions to help small businesses, medium businesses to grow bigger and better. Uh, What we really pride ourselves on is the ability to save companies money, boost their productivity and time. Awesome, well,
1: I appreciate your time today. I appreciate you.